Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Madden United podcast, podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. Even though it's international break, as always with Manchester United, there's always rumours. There's always rumours. There's always something to discuss. Uh, big up to everyone who's supporting Sarcasm City TV, as always. Love to everyone who is supporting, whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back after the live please hit the like button on the video vitally important you do that hit that like button on the video share across all of the socials as well share across all the socials and subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv get your questions in the title of this in particular episode is uh, would anton griezmann to manchester united be the right move so i'll be discussing that giving my thoughts on that Ownership as well. Looking ahead to Manchester United's fixtures also after the international break is finished. And a big week for the channel as well. well no, it's always a big week for the channel. But what I'm going to do this week for you lot, because it is international break, I'm going to be getting lots of special guests on these shows. So all the Madden United podcasts, all the crossovers are going to have multiple guests on, multiple special guests. When I say minimum, minimum three. So it'll be myself, so like, for instance, the Man Name United tomorrow, myself, Ivorian, to be a minimum of three special guests on there. Then the United Liverpool show, minimum of three special guests on there, etc. I'm reaching out to everyone. Same for Manchester United, Arsenal as well. Same for the Man Name United podcast on Thursday and the one on Friday as well, people. So, yeah, man, getting some, not some, some debuts and some people returning as well. But love to everyone who is currently tuned in. Warrior J, I see you as well. Says Big Up Flawless won't be around. Got to troll Lewis's FIFA skills. I know I just see I just got the notification. You know, just got a notification. Big up Thomas B as well, who says great channel as usual. Manchester United is a day late and a dollar short. There actually has been no because the announcement was supposed to happen in regards to the ownership, and there's been still been nothing. Unless they're just dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's, but they're legit has been nothing. But to the title, big up Warrior J, who says here, Manchester United have made contact with the agent of Antoine Griezmann ahead of a potential move. Manchester United are prepared to triple his current salary. Griezmann, Griezmann's release clause is thought to be just 25 million euros, which is cheap, actually. 25 million euros, which is 21.9 mil. And that's from, I can't even pronounce that. What does that say? El no. I have no idea, but it's spelled people E-L-N-A-C-I-O-N-A-L-C-A-T. So that's the, the source. I don't know if that's reliable. I don't know if that's a Spanish journalist. If that's a journalist over here, I am very much unsure, people. And let these not let me know about new listeners heading my way on the Spotify. Large up to everyone who be listening on the audio platforms as well. Get your questions in and run up the likes because we're even at double figures. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? Run up the likes. How are we not even at double figures? That is terrible. Continue to share and subscribe. But I said this yesterday with the Griezmann thing, even though it was there wasn't a reliable source that said it, it is the type of stupid move Manchester United would make. And when I say stupid move, not because I don't think Griezmann's a good player, because I think Griezmann is a good player. I think he's supremely talented, but he falls under, and I put in quotation marks, the baller category. And when you're a baller, some fans are just like, get him in regardless. But Griezmann, if you look at our current team, does Griezmann improve our current team in regards to helping us? Obviously, it'd be an improvement on what we have, but the bar's on the floor. So that's that's not a major plus whatsoever. But he's a team player. He needs players around him. Griezmann isn't an individual who is going to take you over the top or even take you to the next level. He gets decent output. I checked out his numbers yesterday. But let's not forget, he's 32 going on 33. So let's say we did sign him. Say we signed him in January or say we signed him in the summer. 
we then have somebody who's 33 by the end of the season going on 34. Why? Our team is already non-mobile, non-athletic, no PMP, no agility, and then we're bringing Griezmann to that. Makes no sense. We are easily one of the most non-athletic sites. And when I say physical attributes, people, that's not just pace and power. That's not just strength. I'm talking mobility. I'm talking agility. I'm talking um, mobile. Like, all of these things fall in the physical attributes. And you need that in today's game. Big up to Jacob as well. You need that in today's game, 110%. Because if you don't have that type of thing in today's game, you're not successful. When you look at all the best teams in the league, if you look at the top four, for example. So if you look at City, you look at Liverpool, you look at Arsenal, you look at Spurs, they all have strength in regards to in their squad. They cover all them physical attributes. If you look at City, if you look at Diaz, you look at an Akanji, you look at Kyle Walker, you look like you look at Aki, Vadio, and Kevin De Bruyne, even though he's not played as much. Bernardo Silva, people won't put in that bracket, but he's agile, balanced. Phil Foden's the same. Doku's a prime example of that. Jack Grealish is strong, for example. Um, Haaland, you get what I'm saying, is the, is the epitome of what I'm talking about. And the same for Arsenal, if you list through their team, if you look at uh, Saliba, a uh, Gabriel, a uh, Pate, a uh, Declan Rice, a uh, Gabriel Jesus, a uh, Saka, a uh, Martinelli, same with uh, who's the same with Liverpool. It goes without saying. If you look at their team, from a Kanate to a Van Dijk to a Shabozlai to be to a Salah to Gravenberch, Gakpo, Diaz, the list goes on and on and on. Like same with same with um, Spurs. When you look at a Van de Ven, you look at a Romero, a, a Dogi, Basumo, Sa, Son. I, the list goes on and on and on. Like, obviously, it's not... City will probably have the most in that list, but look at the names that I'm just naming off the top of my head. And I bet if I pulled up the list of each of those four squads, there'll be more There'll be more um, players I forgot. There'll be players on there that I've forgotten about. And then you look at us. And when our midfield was Mount McTominay and Bruno, and Eddie said on the watch-along, that's just got to be the most non-athletic, just non, non-athletic, non-mobile midfield. It's just durable. And you ain't going to win anything in today's age with that. You are going to win nothing with in today's age with that. That's my comb as well, man. I need to comb the beard, but we do indeed move. So, yeah, with me, with Griezmann, I just think it makes no sense on our part, even though his price is cheap. It makes no sense whatsoever. But I said it yesterday, even before I seen this from Warrior J, I didn't even know about this. It's the type of stupid move we would make. Why would we sign Griezmann and play him where? That's another thing. Where is he playing? So he's either going to play as a 10 or wide right. Or you lot let me know in the chat. He might play as a false nine as well. Let's think about that. As a 10, that means he would be there instead of a Bruno, for example. So you're playing him in midfield with who? You're, so let's say it's Casemiro, Amrabat, Griezmann. Then who are you playing wide right? Bruno's going to play. So Bruno plays wide right. Rashford plays left, Hoyland up top. That's not bad. That's, for one, that's just not enough quality in that. And two, there's no balance there. Well, let's say you play playing wide right. Then you've got Bruno, Griezmann, Rashford, Hoyland. Or you playing false that It just doesn't work. Like, there's a reason Griezmann is out of Letico Madrid and why his release clause is that cheap. Like, it, but it is the type of stupid move Manchester United would make. We are definitely dumb enough to go and get a Griezmann. So big up to Leecher, who says, uh, big up Flawless, can we swap Griezmann and Bruno? Um, yeah, I suppose we could. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just not with it, though. 
Even though Griezmann's an improvement on Bruno, who's not? This is why I said, even though he's an improvement on what we have, insert competent player here, he's an improvement on what we have. So, like, that's why I don't use that as a metric to say, oh, he's better than what we've got. Who's not? The list is sure of who's better than, who's not better than what we have currently. Because what we have is awful, especially from an attacking output. From an attacking sense, sorry, when you look at our attacking players, it's awful. It is, it's abysmal. Big up to AJB as well. I see you. Says big up flawless. Big up to you. Says huge congrats on 8.65k, man. Yeah, man, we're getting there with the subscribers, man. Roll to 9,000 subscribers. Trying to get there before the year is out, people. By the time we reach 2024, I want to be um, on 9k and roll to 10k to start the year. Leecher says Griezmann can play eight. He'll get eaten alive play and play eight with who? So let's say it's Casemiro with the six, Leecher. Who's the other eight? Let's say, let's say hypothetically what you're saying is true. It's Casemiro in the six. Griezmann is the eight. Who's the other eight? Bruno. Mount. That's a, that's a horrific midfield. I'm saying, and that's not me pinpointing Griezmann. I'm saying as a collective. As a collective, that's a terrible midfield combined. Casemiro, Bruno, and Griezmann. And Griezmann can play eight, but his best positions is 10 or wide. Right? I mean, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me if I'm wrong in saying that. It's Griezmann's two best positions on the pitch, not playing as a 10 or playing off the right-hand side. So we're going to bring him in and play him in a new position in a non-balanced midfield where we already lack athleticism, pace and power. And you're going up against great athletes in that area as well. Because that's one thing the Premier League is filled with is athletics. Say we play Evan and he's playing against Decore, Onano and Adrissio. Like, come on. And we talk about Ericsson's lack of mobility. That's Griezmann as well. I'm saying. Now, I, I hear you, Eddie. Shout out to Eddie in the cut as well every single time. Thomas B says, you get PMP first and then get a Griezmann. If you're expecting someone to leave, don't do that. I just don't want Griezmann. Like I said, I, I don't want anybody who's 32 going on 33. Now he's 30. Well, he will be 33 going on 34 at the start of next, the start of next season. Why? But we're stupid enough to do this. Leecher says, Amrabat is not good enough for Manchester United. Yeah, it's not been looking good. It really hasn't. Eddie says, we deserve no sauce. Save yourself, Griezmann. Hopefully, it's just talk for his contract with Atletico. Yeah, I hope it probably is just, actually, I can't even say it probably is just talk because you never know with Manchester United, Eddie. But like I said, Griezmann just wouldn't work out here. He just wouldn't work out here. Hey, Kingsman, big up to you as well. Leecher says, what about Jao uh, Nevers? Who? I don't even know who that is. Who's Jao Nevers? I have no idea who that is. My phone buzzing off as well. And let's run up these likes, people, because it's just under 30 people here. We ain't even got 20 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's run up these likes. Run up the likes. Share this across the socials. Hit the subscribe button as well. Sarcasm City TV, YouTube people. What are we doing here? What are we doing? See, make sure I've shared it to the Sarcasm City TV Instagram. Yeah, I don't even know who Jean Nevers is. i got to do my Googles to see who that is. This guy, Benfica, Portuguese professional. Oh, yeah, we got links with him. He's 19. I don't know nothing about him, so I'm not going to lie. I have no, is he, an, is he a defensive midfielder? Is he an attacking midfielder? Like, you lot are going to have to let me know. Like, what's going on? And continue to run up the questions, man. Get the questions in. Because it's rare you get, not rare, but this is the one show a week you, I do man and I by myself so I can get to all of your questions, people. Anything you got to ask, feel free. Boondocks almost play, looking to get me copyrighted and that. Hilarious. I watched the episode of that yesterday. Hilarious. 
absolutely hilarious. Why does it matter to my love? Why does it matter about myself? Don't worry about why I'm where I am. Don't worry about that. It don't concern you. Don't worry about that. Uh, AJ says, big up Eddie. Oh, he's saying, yeah, large up to my guy, Eddie. Manchester United are scouting him. He plays in Ben. What, what type of midfielder is he? That's what I need to know. What type of midfielder is he? Is he an attacking midfielder? Is he defensive? Is he box to box? Leecher, tell me, like, not in terms of skill, profile, who's he like? That's what I want to know. Who's he like? Uh, that's, that's, that's what you lot got to tell me. And, yeah, continue to run up the likes as well. Let me see. Yeah, Warrior J, man. People strange, man. People move like if a girl, like I've already said before, if a girl said that to me, like I'd get it to an extent. But like, it's people are very strange individuals, but I've I've realized that. But here we are. Some people, I should say. Some people. Very strange. Shit. Sorry, people. Turn my phone on silent. That would be a massive help. But I'm just sharing it out across all the socials. Myself, people. So continue to run up the questions. Get your questions in as well. I don't know anything about him, but yeah, just back to the Griezmann um, conversation. Say, don't get him. I already, I've already said what it is about him anyway. Like, does he get output? Yeah, but just because he's a baller, people let that slide. I don't. I think he's overrated. I think he's overrated. Even though, and bear in mind, people hear what I just said. I think he's a good player, but I think he's overrated. I put him in the Jao Felix category. That's where I have. That's why. That's how I think of Jao Felix. Not saying they're the same level. I'm just saying I look at them the same. I think Jao Felix is incredibly talented and I think he's a very, very good footballer. But do I believe he's overrated? Yeah. Because he's allowed to not get output. He's allowed to not deliver. And because he's a technical baller, and I put baller in quotation marks, it's okay. Let anybody else not score in 11 or 12 games. It's okay. Any other attacker, that's okay. That's, that's okay. But here we are. What are we talking about? Um, have I watched two this year? Edie, no, I haven't. Griezmann literally forced Felix out of Atletico. No, I haven't watched him this year. But I know not too much has changed. I know he's a good footballer. I know he's going he, he to put in good performances. But do I want him at Manchester United? No. I know he's a good footballer. I'm tired, man. Like, there's a reason he's at Atletico. He went to Barcelona and it didn't work out. Why would I want him at Manchester United? Why? He's 32, 33. Even at the World Cup, because I've noticed it. Because people say, oh, he plays so well for France. I don't see it. I'm talking about in major tournaments. The World Cup, they won. Euros, I watch him and I'm like, nah. I'm like, okay. He's, uh, there's, there's, nothing. I'd like I put them in the same bracket, but I've noticed that that's just what certain fans like. Once they are a fan of your style, they're going to protect you either. Anyone else don't score in 11 games, it's a problem. But here we are. But Griezmann actually does put up numbers. He gets output. He puts up better numbers. I just don't really think. I just don't rate him like that. Big up to it's just me. I hope you are all good. She says, hi, Flawless. I hope you're well. Hope you're good too. We'll be watching the England game tomorrow. Is it not today? I swear it's today. If not, but I was looking at it, but um, I may do from an international. Let me have a look. Because it was a game we was talking about yesterday on the Q&A. That's like a winner takes all. One second. I'm literally just pulling up the fixtures right now as we speak. Bear with me. Here we are. Hold up. Let's see. There was a game we was talking. What game was it? And it's a winner takes all. Yeah, Ukraine, Italy. Yeah, England do play today. But yeah, I might do Ukraine, Italy. I'm not sure because we're running Battle of the North because it's international break. That's returning. So, yeah. 
Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's today, it's today. I just checked. Uh, flawless for me. I think Evan Ferguson is the perfect other striker for Hoyland, but definitely expensive thoughts. And whatever positive is the United fan, if that matters nowadays. It don't really matter that he's a Manchester United fan, to be honest, because are you good enough or not? We don't play with two strikers. I don't watch enough of Evan Ferguson to know what type of striker he's like. I've seen, like, watch bits and pieces and he seems like a good player, but you're right, he would be expensive. I do agree with that. And we don't play with two strikers. So unless you're going to change the formation and play about three, the manager's not going to go to 4-4-2. I don't believe he's going to play a 4-3-3. So it's kind of like, yeah, Hoyland will be fine. You know I say We just need to help him. Like the team around him has to, to get better, but that's on the players and that's on the manager. Because it's all about balance. That's why when I was talking about Griezmann, when Leach mentioned him playing in midfield, it's about balance. Same with your front three. It's about balance. Same with your team overall. It's all about balance. That's legit what it is. It's a balance. It's a balancing act. And run up the likes. How are we not even at 20 likes and there's over 30 of you lot in here? What are we doing, people? What are we doing? Of course, if you super chat, I'll get straight to your comment or question as well. And yeah, to Timolo, I know I'm right, but each to their own. Derek says Griezmann has possibly peaked two to three seasons ago. I'm just not interested in bringing a 32, 33-year-old to the football club. Why? To do what? With our team. Like I said, I'm, I'm not just looking at him as an individual. I look at Griezmann and look at our team and go, where does he play? That helps us. Where? Like, that's what you got to think of. When I'm thinking about players to come to Manchester United, I'm not just picking out the best individuals. I'm like, okay, where do you fit with what we have going on? Who do you help? I'm saying, do you help the team? Do you improve individuals? Do I think Griezmann improves individuals? Nah. I really, I don't. And that's not a shot at him. I just don't think he's that type of player. Yeah, it is. Hey, big up Scolzi in the court. Says, my life flawless. Big up, bro. Hey, big up to you. Leach says, get Ivan Tony. I, I would love for us to get Ivan Tony, but here we are. I don't think we will. I do not think we will. And to Edu says, Griezmann literally forced Felix out of Atletico. What's this got to do with what we're talking about? Because I legit said, I'm not talking about them in terms of skill level. I'm talking about those two in regards to I look at them the same. I think they're both good players and I think they're vastly overrated. When they're overrated like they are. Vastly overrated. What are we talking about? Derek says, uh, wait, what? You're going to have to say this again, Derek. I have no idea. How did Lewis jinx himself in the, in the, in the stream? What did he say? What did he do? I know he's struggling. Yo, career mode's tough. That's why I ain't done it again. I'm going to run it again, but that's why I ain't done it on the gaming channel again. I got better, but I just can't defend. Just defending is impossible. Defending is impossible on it, pretty much. I got better at defending. I changed the formation. I got better results. And scoring goals was calm, which is crazy. Which is crazy. But on um on Man on Manham United, uh Manham United on um on pro clubs, I actually I'm actually I play as a defensive player, whether that's centre back in a back three or left sided centre back in a back three, or I'm playing DM. But then I struggle on the game in career mode defensively. But I excel offensively. Make that make sense. But offensively on pro clubs, I'm there. Make that make sense. So the game man is rigged. He'd be taking liberties. Absolutely rigged. Uh, is, that, is that what he said first? But yeah, Derek, say this again. My name is Stedido. Uh, yeah, yeah, say this again. I don't know what this is, Derek. You said my name is Stedido. Yeah, I have no idea. 
no idea continue to share this across the socials continue to run up the likes as well um J jacob says your yeah game is rigged yeah but you know there's someone out there who's cold you know what i'm saying like that's the thing someone out there who's just winning quadruples comfortably winning every game not even on the legendary level the ultimate like ultimate is crazy that's what it is so yeah, Jacob says, why flawless make me miss them shots from time to time. Yeah, shout out Jacob. Blames me for when he misses on Pro Clubs. It's great. Make sure you subscribe to his channel. Check out the Pro Clubs content as well. Make sure you check that out without doubt. Maybe around tonight as well, Jacob. And I think TJ's back around as well. So if you want to run it, let me know. Let me know. AJ says, here we go. Honestly, I don't think there's a perfect player with the way Ten Hag uh, wants wants you to play. So until he's sacked, I don't think you can truly buy anyone, just go for your best of your youth. No, you can still, but the thing is you can still buy players because even though the manager might not be managing at a high level and the pressure's getting to him, you can still see the pluses from certain players. So, right, for example, Onano, I can still see the, the positives to Onano. Hoyland, I can still see the positives. That's the one thing, unpopular opinion. I actually don't mind the vast majority of his permanent signings. The only two I have an issue with are Anthony and Mount. The rest of them, I'm like, okay, I can see a future for you here. It's just the manager's not getting the most out of him. Like, Onana's cool. Martinez, fine. Malasia, fine. Casemiro, Ericsson. Who else he signed? Hoyland. Like I said, excluding Anthony and Mount and excluding loan signings. So, and buying there as well. I was saying so, yeah. Forget buying there because we've not seen him. I'm not talking about Regulon or Sapitza or Vekost or Amrabat. I'm not talking no loans. He just really, like I said, not you are like help. You got to cover up your players' deficiencies. That's why it's a team game. And he's just not helping. But again, he's just panicking. He's throwing players out like Rashford's a prime example. As bad as Rashford's been this season, take him off the pitch. Take him off the don't play him. Give him a break. Can clearly see his confidence is absolutely in the bin, but yet you just like, right, I'm just gonna keep playing him and just watching him drown. I'm saying it's like going to swim, watching, you know what I'm saying, throwing someone in at the deep end, watching them almost drown, then the next day you throw him back in at the deep end. Maybe don't go back to the swimming pool the next day. Or if you do, maybe go to the what's it called? Maybe go to the um put them in the shallow end. Try that. Or you just like, I'm just gonna keep throwing, you just gonna keep almost drowning. All right, bet. Stupidness. Absolute just stupidness. Big up Elvis T. I see you in the chat as well. Leecha says, Flawless was Fred crap or the team made him look crap. No, Fred's not crap. That's too far. But is Fred good enough where Manchester United are trying to go? No. But is Fred crap? No. Fred is not um, far from a crap player. But he's just not good enough for where Manchester United were trying to go. And when I say that, Manchester United are trying to go and compete for Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues. That's not Fred. But that's insert player name here. There's very few players I think are good enough for that, in whether it's as a first team or, or whether that's as a squad player. That's why I get rid of the most of his squad. Squad can dip in a heartbeat. In an absolute heartbeat. Without doubt. Only likes continue to run up the likes as well, man. Doing I know I don't be getting to all the questions during QAs and during other shows as well, people. Let's see. AJ says, Hoyland, I need, uh, I really need. What is this? The goalkeeper will definitely get better with time, so definitely see your point, Flawless. Yeah, I got you. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. 
Leach says, Flawless, the manager made a mistake. We didn't need Onana. We don't even play possession. If the manager's smart, he kept the hair and used that money on a new centre-back. The fact that he has to split is ridiculous. I, I disagree with some of this in regards to we did need a new goalkeeper because the hair is not good enough. No matter what formation you have, not, not the formation, whatever style you're trying to play, the hair is no longer good enough. So moving on to hair was the smart move. I like Onana being signed as well. And Onana didn't cost me. Wasted other bread. You know what I'm saying? Onana was 40 M's. You see where that 60 million amount, that should have went to a centre-back. That's the waste. That 60 million on Mason Mount should have went on a centre-back. That's where it should have been. Or you just go get Madison for 40 M's and then we would have been fine. So this whole thing, like the, the money's there because we spent money. So we thought, like, how much did we spend on Amrabat in regards to the loan fee? What was the loan fee for Amrabat? If anyone knows, let me know. But the point I'm making is I don't think it was, like, he was handicapped like that. Because the money was there. It's like Kim Min Jae. We agreed personal terms with him and didn't put in a bid. So the money was there. See, so yeah, and you got that 10 million. The money's there. I don't think it's a question of, oh, money spent here or that took away from money being spent there. No, the money was there. Because you don't necessarily, if you wanted a new centre about that bad, you could have easily went and located one for 10, 15 million. Why not go sign a Bella Kotchap? Why not go and sign a Salisu? That's two off, that's two centre-backs off my head. Did I think Salisu went for, not? I think, did Salisu go on loan and Bella Kotchap was like 10 million or vice versa? Like Bella Kotchap went on loan and Salisu was like 10 million. The point I'm making is the money's there for a centre-back. Money was there, but, and when I say that, not creme de la creme in regards to price. So not a centre-back who's 80, 90 million. You can go get a centre-back for 10, 15 million, without doubt. He chose not to. For whatever reason, that's why I don't hear the excuses of, of money being spent elsewhere. Like He chose to spend that money. How he spent that money? Has Rashford scored since England versus Italy? Um, when, when was that game? If it was after the Arsenal game, then no. Mitesh said we could have run it back with Fred, McTominay and Garner and have the same number of wins. See, that's the problem. The fact that we got rid of players who weren't good enough in regards to Fred and Garner, but then we've not improved in that area, which we haven't. Casemiro, definitely an improvement. Who else? Mount, Amrabat. Not good enough. Not good enough. And that comes down again, back to recruitment. It really, really does. You get packed up by Everton. Yeah, man. Like I say, FIFA different, man. EAFC is different. Hey, now over 40 people in the building. Continue to get your questions in. Please keep them Manchester United related, people. Keep them Manchester United related. Big up to Elkin in the cut as well. Was it September? Yeah, uh, we downgraded from Fred. That's a problem. That's the thing is. That still doesn't mean Fred was good enough and I want to bring him back. We should have just... You got to recruit better. You have to recruit well. September, England played Italy. So whether it was after the Arsenal game or before or not, I don't know. I'm not sure. I really, really don't know. I like listen to AJ, man. Please like the video if you haven't. It really helps me out. Yes, it really does. So continue. It pushes it out to the algorithm. It really, really does. Continue to run up the likes as well. Continue to run up the likes, people. Let's see. I'm just checking as well. Subscriber check as well. Roll to 9,000 subscribers. 
Throw to 9,000 subscribers. Let's see where we're at. 8,656. Looking for four more subscribers, people. Looking for four more subscribers. Get us to 8,660. I know there's four people who are watching this now who haven't subscribed. Pay the toll. Pay the tax when you enter the city of sarcasm. Make sure you go subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel as well. Because we did just hit um, 200 subscribers on there. So salute to you lot again. Need to put a post about that because we got to celebrate the milestones, man. All the minor milestones, all the major milestones, we celebrate it all over here. We really, really do. We need to do that. Hold up. Boom. I need to try and pattern pro clubs with the man them as well and get some friendlies running. If you do have a gaming channel, not a gaming channel, if you have a channel of your own and you want to run a friendly against the Sarcasm City FC, let us know, people. Let us know. Gaming channel is in the chat as well. Go subscribe over there. Hit that notification bell too. Oh, this is good news. Warrior J says, Andre Onana hopes to be fit for the match against Everton on Sunday at Rob Dawson ESPN. Yeah, that's going to be peak. Plus, they just had the points deduction. Oh, they're going to be they gonna be on it. They're going to be on it without doubt. That place going to be rocking. It's going to be up for it Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, should I say. Well, it's early. Yeah, it's late afternoon, early evening. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. But that's insert Manchester United game here. I am not looking forward to any of them. I'm not looking forward to any of them. This other laptop be moving so slow. We're going to help Everton. Highly likely. AJ says, honestly, I truly think fourth is wide open and down to which club has the best January flawless. How do you see your January going if Jim is in it? If I don't know because all this talk about new people, new director of football, People getting removed, new people in new positions in the hierarchy. Cool. That's all well and good. That is calm. It sounds fantastic. Sounds absolutely fantastic. However, on the flip side is, one, will they get these people in these positions in the board, number one? Number two, number two, how much power do these people really have? Do the Glazers still have final say? That's my biggest concern. That's my biggest worry. That's why I will believe it when we see it. One, like I said, getting these people in these positions upstairs, number one. Number two, will these people on the board have the power to do what needs to be done? So, for example, say, let's say we bring in a DOF, we bring in a couple others, and they say, we want to remove Ten Hag from his role. He's not good enough. If the Glazers say no, does Ten Hag keep his job or does he remove? Did they get input on that? And on the flip side, let's say Ten Hag is sacked and then the DOF has a list of his guys and he's like, I want to go for Flick. No, no, no. I want to go for Simeone, for example. I want Simeone as the next manager. Me and Simeone have a good relationship. I think he'll be good here. We work well together. Right, right, right. And, then the, and then the Glazers and then that side go, no, we don't want to get Simeone. We want Flick. He's cheaper. We don't have to buy him out of a contract, et cetera, et cetera. Who wins that debate? Can they say that? There's so many ifs. I have so many question marks in regards to this. I don't believe the Glazers crooks. I don't believe them. I do not believe them whatsoever. They're crooks. So I will believe all of this when I see it. Even with Jim Ratcliffe. Do you have what? Do you have the club's best interests at heart? It sounds good. Sounds good. How about you fix the roof? So yeah, I will see. AJ, but I'm not holding out any hope. That's what I'd say. I am not holding out any hope whatsoever in regards to it. Do I really think too much changes? No, if I'm being totally honest. Nah. 
don't really know. It's just me. He says, uh, since Rashford broke up with his fiance, he's not played well. United short on numbers. He can't go away to clear his head and focus on his game um, on his return. Is that the case? Somebody did say this, but I didn't know if they was joking. But if that's the case, we need to get her back. And any man them understand this. I get this. Trust me. People are wired different. Like, trust me, when you are at your happiest, you're probably at your most productive. And if you've got a good woman alongside you, then it's the, that's the case maybe. Like, obviously, it's just me. This ain't aimed at you because you're on the flip side. You're on the other side of what I'm talking about. But, like, from the man, it's just that the man them in perspective, of course. I'm saying, like, that's just legit what it is. You are at <laughs> your happiest when you're most productive. Get her back. You know what I'm saying? We need to get her back. Someone needs to pattern that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she's watching right now, hey, go back to him. We need him scoring goals, getting assists, et cetera, et cetera. We need Marcus from last year. So you need to go and, and you lot need to pattern that. But yeah, if that's the case, it is a shame because that goes to show how much that he was into her, et cetera, et cetera. But hey, relationships is what it is. T.O. says your January window won't go smooth. Trust me, maybe summertime. I felt it last year with Chelsea. I don't think any of our windows will go smooth, T.O. Like, I really don't. I really don't. A big up tactical statistician says, good morning, my guy. Hope you're doing uh, great today, bro. I'm blessed. Hope you're good too, my guy. Hope you are good too. Now over 50 people in here. Big up to you lot. Large up everyone that's tapped in, but we're only at 27 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's get up to 40 likes and make sure you're following all the socials, people. I have to keep stopping the show to do this. Follow at That's Me Flawless on Twitter and Instagram. You can see it on the screen, at That's Me Flawless. Also at Sarcasm City TV across, the, um, across all socials as well. The links for everything is underneath in the description anyway. And you lot continue to get your questions in. Warrior Jason's flawless. I don't know if you saw this, but did you see the Luke Shaw news? What is the Luke Shaw news? I've seen no news. I've seen no news. What is it? Like, what's the news? Let me know, please, my guy. Because it's good. Definitely. The fact that you're saying that means it's something else. I've seen no news today. So, like, you're going to have to let me know, everybody. So, Peter, who says, imagine Sheikh Jasim's investment of, at the Arsenal. Peter, you're, you're um, Peter K. You're, you're an Arsenal fan, right? Hey, keep dreaming, man. I'm saying Martin Luther King wasn't the only brother with a dream, my guy. Hey, keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. The fans gas that Shaw's back. Shaw will make a difference, though. As a centre-back, definitely. Do I want to see him at left-back? Absolutely not. But Luke Shaw as a, as a centre-back, I like. Last season, he was very good. Very, 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 very good. Yeah, yeah, T.O., that's that's my thing. In my opinion, Luke Shaw should come in and play centre-back, not left-back. Not left-back until Martinez is back anyway. What do you think? He should just be the backup centre-back regardless. I don't want to see him at left-back at all. But him at centre-back, without doubt, he played very well. I couldn't believe it when the first time Ten Hag played him in a back four. I thought Ten Hag had lost his mind and it worked. And I thought, OK, one-off calm, and then he did it again. And then I thought he'd lost his mind and then it worked together. I was like, okay, we're onto something. And when Martinez was injured, he deputized very well. He's not as good as Martinez, but he's competent. And would he improve us? Yes. He'll also improve because he's decent on the ball, progressing the ball forward. So I'm with it. I'm fully with it. But let's see. Make sure. Sorry, people. Phone going off. Obviously trying to get all these special guests on these this week as well. Try to do it all. You lot know the pattern. You lot know the deal. Is trying to reach out. Let me know if this 
actually people never mind i was gonna say so never mind never mind let's see what else you lot are saying as well warrior jake says luke shaw is expected to make his manchester united return against everton next sunday also he'll be back for that they're gonna throw him in but probably be him and Maguire. i'm not gassed about it but is it a step in the right direction yes will he help also yes Big up to T.O. says that happened before as well. Then they got back together and he had that season last season. I don't know, though. Hey, we need to get her back. I don't know how true it is because I don't be watching these players' personal lives like that. But from a, a selfish Manchester United perspective, get her back. If he's unhappy off the bay, hey, we need to get her back. Someone needs to pattern that. They need to sit down or, or get a new girl. You know what I'm saying? Or get, you know what I'm saying? Or get a new girl. Like, do that. Need some, fairly need. You know what I'm saying? Enough. For <laughs> That's what it is. Kaneki says, "Flawless." Remember, we had this Griezmann combo with Jez and June during the fan calling show. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I do remember. I do remember. Shout out to Kaneki. Big up to um. Is it? My, you know, I, I'm gonna call you KM because I don't want to butcher your name, my guy. No disrespect. No, no disrespect. I don't want to butcher your name. But he says, "A hey, big up, flawless. Big up to you." Says you asked the mark question a few weeks ago. How's this guy escaping the marquee signing scrutiny? Um, couple things. Couple things. One, being English, that helps. One, being English. Two, you got the complexion for the. You got the complexion for the protection. That's all. He was supposed to. He was supposed to to to, to get here and 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 be that guy. I'm saying, be that guy. Like that's just what it is. Like just, that's why he was getting off with his scot free. We know what the pattern. Is. The same way Maguire got. You know what I'm saying? Didn't get criticized for so long. That's why Luke Shaw gets es escapes with with certain criticisms. You got that complexion for the protection. This is calling what it is. This is called like that's just legit what it is. <laughs> So that's how he's escaping scrutiny. And a lot of people as well don't want to be, don't want to admit they were wrong about it. Like, that's also what it is. They don't want to admit that. Whereas I'll admit, like, same way I didn't think he'd be a good signing, if he turns it around, I'll sit here and say, I called this wrong. If he has a phenomenal end to the season and we rise up the table, win an FA Cup, or he's just playing great and he's one of our players of the season and it's like general consensus, his mount was incredible this season. I'll hold my hands up and say, you know what? I got this wrong. You lot, anyone who's a regular watcher of me knows that. When I call things wrong, whether it's a player playing well over a season or a certain result or whatever the case may be, I hold my hands up. It's okay, like it's okay to be wrong. Like it's really not. A lot of people like it's going to be the end of the world. But I know I called this wrong, but this Mount thing called it right. And I think it's because he's dying so horribly as well. Because it was, because his death was so quick and it was so horrible. That's also what it is. Because I've said this before. As poor as Manchester United are playing, you don't even hear conversations about him going into the team to change it. Like prime example, um, Warrior J just mentioned about United fans being gassed at Shaw's back. And that's going to be a conversation is, can will Shaw improve Manchester United? Whether that's him playing centre-back, whether that's him playing left-back, etc., etc. Mount, our midfield's been playing horrible and there's, no, there's more conversation about Mano coming back and improving the team than Mason Mount. Bear in mind, this is Maynard's first team, first season in the first team. He's a Carrington graduate. And he's being spoken about more than the 60 million marquee signing, number seven, Champions League winner. I think he's won an FA Cup as well, Mason Mount. But like I say, this is a man who people told me was an attacking player and he has zero goals and one assist in the year 2023. 
let that had be certain other people. Let that had been... We'll just use Martial for an example. What would the conversation be if in the year 2023, Martial had zero, had one assist and zero goals? What would the conversation be? Just saying. You know, even though they played two different positions, I'm just saying, what would the conversation be? That was the case. Hey, we move. Hey, big up one touch as well, man. Big up Nigel says, I am now. Big up Mr. Take Note Griezmann to play where though? I'm with you. You missed the start of the show. I'm not with it. I'm not with it whatsoever. I'm not with it. And I spoke on this in regards to the position he would play. It's like, play where? Yeah, like, play where? Where are you playing? Where? Like, what is going on? So I hear you. I'm going to I'm gonna mud you as well. Give me one second. Um, big up to Stuart B for the super chat. Much appreciated. Says, I got gassed about Qatar. I seen Mbappe in my dreams. This is why should not have got gassed about Qatar. This is why when you go back and check, when we was having that conversation and news was coming out every other week and people was gassed and why are you not gassed? We're going to get Qatar and this person reported it and this outlet reported it and reported it and there's news coming out of Qatar. And I said the entire time, the entire time, let's wait and see because most people close to this situation, no, sorry, most people who are talking about this situation have no idea what is going on. Because even, let's think about it, when it was Sheikh Jassim versus Jim Ratcliffe, even with the Jim Ratcliffe side, there was no talk about 25%. Nobody mentioned that. Until he bid that, there was no conversation. I didn't see no outlets, no reporters, no fans, nobody talk about it being for 25%. It just goes to show people don't know. And even when Rio Ferdinand said what he said about Qatar, and I said, that's someone who's going to have people who are close to the situation. And even he got it wrong. Beckham said what he said in regards to the Qatar. I don't... I don't I'm, I don't know the exact quotes, but he was basically in saying it was going in a positive, it was going in a positive direction. And look what happened. People got to relax, but again, fans and media outlets know that fans are gonna get riled up, whether it's good news or bad news. We see it all the time. Transfer window. We'll get linked to someone from someone who's got two, three hundred followers on Twitter, and people will lose their minds. Like when Manchester United got linked to Jordan Pickford. No reliable source. And people ran with it. See, this is terrible. A talent ID were linked to Jordan Pickford. Who said this? This is why I always ask for source, in particular transfer window. Anytime they all summer along, anytime we was linked to anybody, I said, who was the source? And people will just run with it. Rival fans would run with it from a joking perspective. Fully get that. Fully get that. But then Manchester United fans would take it on board. And we did that with Qatar. This is why I never got gassed. This is why you never see me sat here with the attire. I've got it as well. And I said that. I said, if we got taken over by Qatar, I will do that next week, that next week in the in the in the full attire. I had the head wrap with the black thing you have around the head wrap, had the gown thing, the whole nine. It's literally just there. It's literally just there. It's there, it's there below me. I've got it. I'm ready. Oh, actually, they tell a lie, it's in the drop. I, I, I was ready. To Avenue, but big up for the super chat, Stuart B. Uh, when did he get an assist? Um it was for Chelsea. Because, well, yeah, let me just clarify that. When I was talking about Mason Mount, that's not since the start of the 23-24 season. No, 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 no. When I say he's got one assist and zero goals in 2023, I'm talking about the calendar year. So from the 1st of January, 2023, to the 20th of November, 2023, he has one goal and no assists. No, no, no. He's got one assist and zero goals. 
Just saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that time, but this was the guy we were supposed to bring in to change our to change our, to to help our team and transform our team and be people talk. Oh, he's a creative outlet. He scores goals. The numbers tell you he scores, he doesn't score goals. The numbers tell you he's not a creative outlet. Word to Russell Westbrook, man. He's just out there running around tricking y'all. Just out there running around. And that's what he's done for Manchester United, just out there running around. People say, oh, he's not had his chance. He's, he's played enough. And we've seen the level he's at, which, mediocre. He's a mediocre player, man. He's moderate. Like, that's just what he is. At his very best, he's good. That's it. He's nothing special. We splashed big money on him, chased him all summer long. What was it three, four bids? Well, here we are. Big up to AJ as well. Says, Flawless, I've been meaning to say this to you a while. Thank you for making uh, me a mod, welcoming me into your community. You're a top gent and honestly love your views on football. Hey, big up to you, man. It's all well and good. All people, everyone's welcome here. So I'm glad you feel welcome. You're at home here. You're one of the best mods. Warrior J recommended you, and he's a top guy. So it makes sense. No stress, man. You know what I'm saying? No, no stress whatsoever. Glad you're enjoying your I'm glad you're enjoying being here. So that's good. Uh TO says not everyone can run though. Yeah, man. Not everyone can run though. exactly. And I like the way that you wrote that in the sarcastic font. Just out there running around tricking y'all, man. Went to Russell Westbrook. That's Mason Mount. That's 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 Mason Mount. Like legit. Warrior J says, oh, flawless. I didn't even realize it was Battle of the North is back. Yes, we're going live in about 35 minutes, 6 p.m. So, yeah, UK time. So, 35 minutes from now, because it's international break. Matisse messaged the group chat and was like, international break. Let's run back Battle of the North. So, myself, obviously, the legend that is Matisse, Hassam, Daps, all over there as well, people. But these likes are way, 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 way too low. 33 likes. There's over 40 people in here. <clears throat> Let's get up to 40 likes. Have we had any new subscribers as well? What are we doing? Oh, we lost a subscriber. Someone probably because I said something, but here we are. But let's run back up. Five more subscribers, people. Get us to 5,000. Eh, 5,000. 8,660. And Nigel has modded you as well. You're a moderator on there now. Big up to uh, KM says, Flawless, what would you say is the most toxic thing in football these days for you? For me, the Havertz hype has made me hate high ceiling duns. The most toxic thing is football, I would say, is people just not being honest about certain players. And like, when I say being, not even about certain players, just being honest when they're discussing players they like. Like, it's okay to say, I'm just a fan of this player. Cool. Shout out to my guy, Eddie. I use him as an example all the time. He'll be honest with his bias. He likes ballers. So therefore, I know a, um, a Griezmann, a Jao Felix, a Sancho, etc., etc. He's going to say, bring them to the football club. Simply because that's his preference. So then when I'm talking to him about it, I know he's not trying to, he don't bullshit me. I'd be like, oh no, he forget that he doesn't put up numbers and forget this and that. No, no, he's I, that's the type of baller I want at the football club. Cool. It's just about being honest. That's just what it is. It's like the Havertz thing. Horrible signing. Horrible. Anyone with two eyes and a brain could see that was a horrible signing for Arsenal. And Arsenal fans, not all, some Arsenal fans were trying to gas it up like it was good. Stop it. Because if that was Manchester United going in for Havertz, if that was Liverpool going in for Havertz, if that was Tottenham going in for Havertz, 
Arsenal fans will be cracking up laughing like, what a horrible signing this is. Nowhere on the earth, nowhere on the earth did any Arsenal fan, after they lost, and I'm speaking for, I don't speak for all fans, but I will, in, I will speak for the entire Arsenal fan base with this, said after they lost that game and said, lost the title, sorry, and said, you know who we need? Kai Havertz. Conversation never happened on no mainstream media platforms, no content creator platforms, no social media platforms, no WhatsApp group, not in person, in the workplace, nowhere did that happen. And you know what the case is? So Arsenal fans don't think I'm going at them. I've watched my fan base do it. This fan base did it. My own fan base, I'm a part of, did this with Mason Mount. Nowhere after us losing the FA Cup final and having a good season, winning the Carabao Cup, getting to the FA Cup final, finishing third, second best home record, good defence, etc, etc. Nowhere, no Manchester United fan on a mainstream platform, content creator spaces, any social media platforms, any WhatsApp group, workplace, in person said, you know who we need to get us over the top, Mason Mount. But then because it happened, and because then people love their club, so in this instance, Manchester United fans, with Manchester United, Arsenal fans, with us, oh, it's, it's not that bad an idea. Let's call, please, let's call a spade a spade. Like, this is why I don't hear, this is why when you hear me on other platforms, at times I will be much more, I'm laid back, but I'll be much more, let's, let's cut the shit. Like, I really dislike when people try bullshit me. Like, we can disagree all we want. Like, I've had many back and forth with the chat when we're disagreeing and that's cool. But don't bullshit me. You know it's a bad signing. I know it's a bad signing. You know, I know, you know it's a bad signing. So why are we here campaigning for it? Because he has a Manchester United shirt. Because if I would have said that, that's the thing. We lost to City in the FA Cup final. Was it the Saturday? The Sunday? So let's say I do the Mandem United the Monday. I'm doing this show straight after. And I title it, Manchester United need Mason Mount to get us to the next level. What would the response of that have been? In the chat, on social media, my WhatsApp groups, everything. What would the conversation have been? What would, what would it have been? Like, what are we doing? Like, what would it, I would have got, imagine I said that. Well, because Ten Hag and the Manchester United people say it's with, all of a sudden it's good. No, man, use your own eyes and your own brain to figure that out. As much as these people are much more knowledgeable than I am, which they are, they still get things wrong. Yeah, T.O., imagine what the conversation would have been if I would have said that straight after the FA Cup final. Mason Mount need, is needed to take Manchester United to the top. Or flip side, Arsenal lose the um, when City were crown champions. And the next day, I do the Man United gonna talk. And... Cam Cam's on here and um, TJ's on here and I get some other Arsenal fans on here and they're all saying, you know who Arsenal need? Kai Havertz to take us over the top. Let's say Lee Gunner would have done a video saying that or pick big Arsenal YouTuber or AFTV would have done it. Like Don Robbie would have done that or whoever, pick any Arsenal fan, a deluded gooner, whoever the case may be. Pick an Arsenal fan. Say Troops would have done it. What would the conversation have been? What would the comments be underneath that video? Lost your mind, horrible. But because Arteta and Arsenal said it's a good idea, now we're going back it. Foolishness. 
And big up to Tyler Jones, man. Much appreciated for, I believe, is that the, is that a sticker? I'm not even sure what that is, but much appreciated for the much generous um, donation. Much, much, much appreciated. Tyler Jones, if you got a question, let me know. And I'll get to it. Let me know. But much appreciated. Love for the donation, my guy. I think it is just a, um, I think it is just a donation still. But much appreciated. Like, for real. Much, much, much appreciated. Like, that's it. But big up, man. Like, for real, for real. Like, thank you, man. Tyler Jones, thank you. Thank you. Very generous. Big up to LAJ who says, yo, flawless. I'm good. Hope you're blessed. Have I been to South Africa? No, I haven't been to Africa. I haven't been to South Africa, no. I'm saying, but shout out to all my South Africans in the building. I haven't. The way you said my name was good. All right, that's good. I don't want to butcher anybody's name. Like, I, I really don't. Yeah, T.O., imagine that. That's being generous. You know, the, I would have got called every name under the sun. Madman would have been the nicest thing that got said to me. If I would have said at the end of last season, yeah, go get Mason Mount. I give him a number seven shirt. <sighs> Big up to Aston. Says, United fans, please keep laughing. It's depressing seeing Gunas really trying to lie to themselves. All clubs have one waste, man. It's a new transfer target, but that's why we need fans to help extradite the foolishness. The thing is, fans, they want to have an impact. Managers and, and the club are going to do what they want to do, but let's just call it how it is. Please, please. But yeah, Tyler Jones, man, if you're still in the chat, like I said, feel free to get your question in as well. And let me know where you're actually watching from because I don't even know. Is that is that AS? It says AS dollars. Well, it's A and then a dollar sign. But big up, much appreciated regardless. Much for real, for real. I just love to know where you call, where you are um, watching from, sorry. Big up to Stuart B. Says, now nah, Ten Hag was moving mad with that mount signing. Thing is, it made no sense at all. All we could see it. All I'm keeping is Varane, Cass, uh, Leecho, Hoyland, Ganacho, Mano, Onana, the rest can bounce. I hate you. I hate you. Like, without doubt. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I hear you, Stuart B. I hear you. Oh, Australia. Hey, big up, man. Jeez, let's go. I'm saying Australia. All right, we just need... I'm trying to think. I think everyone... I think we've covered every continent. Like, in regards to Sarcasm City TV, we've had watches from everywhere, I think. Now Australia. I don't think we've ever hired anyone from New Zealand, but Australia, yeah. Actually, now we have from New Zealand because Nate is Jacob's guy. So that's crazy. Australia, you know. Hey, Tyler Jones, man. Big up. Appreciate it, my guy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Shout out to my Australians as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Lewis are definitely going to play one-on-one on EAFC. 100%. We definitely going to run it. That's bro. So we definitely going to run that sometime, without doubt. See what else you are saying. Shout out to Amber. Says, uh, we should have gone for Neymar and given him insane wages and number seven. Fuck it, he's better than Mason Mount, even if he's getting on. Because Amber, I don't know. I was going to say my guy, but you could be a female. So no disrespect. And that's to anyone. I know I always just naturally say my guy, even though I know there'd be females be watching. So apologies, no disrespect to anyone again, for real, for real. Just correct me in the chat. Um, I said that if we're going to go and get someone and spend big money on them and give them a number seven shirt, go get a needle mover for all Neymar's faults. And I've criticized Neymar more than most. I said that. I would I have taken Neymar. Yes, because he is a, a difference maker. Because people kept looking at it and going, don't sign Neymar because what happens if it goes wrong? And I hear that. Injury record, would he settle? Him taking you over the top, all that stuff. But what happens if it goes right if you get someone of Neymar's quality in? If you sign a Neymar and it goes right, you have one of the best attackers in Europe. Clear. 
Neymar on top form is there a better attacker in the league? Neymar at his very best, is there a better attacker right now in the Premier League? I don't think there is. So why would I not want to roll the dice and run that risk with someone? If you're gonna if you're gonna risk take, risk take like risk take majorly. Like that's what it is. Like 110%. Like if someone if someone if someone lets I mean sorry if someone knows if um if someone can think of one let me know hear what I said Neymar at his very best is he the be is there a better attacker in this league that's why I said run the risk with a Neymar I said I would throw the bag at Mbappe needle movers uh, that, that's what it is I want if we're gonna go that route and you go for a big marquee money signing go and get someone who at their best is a needle mover would Neymar could it have gone wrong? Absolutely. Do I believe it would have gone wrong? Probably. Because he doesn't get on the pitch enough. Like from an injury perspective, then you worry about him settling in, in Manchester as well. Then him dealing with being kicked, even though League Un is very, very physical. But I still would have run the risk because it's Neymar. And we are trying to catch everybody. Now, if we were sitting at the top of the tree and we're comfortable, there's no need to run that type of risk. What did Meek Mill say, man? Scared money don't make no money. That's what it is. Sometimes you have to roll the dice. Or roll the dice. And big up to KM says sarcasm. Uh, World TV settings. Come on, yeah, man. We out here, man. Worldwide for real. Big up Tyler Jones. I say man locked in from South Africa. Man locked in from Australia. Crazy all over the world, man. Continue to run up the likes as well. Thirty-six likes, people. Four more. Girls up to forty likes. Girls up to forty likes. Hit the subscribe button if you are indeed new as well. I'm gonna close out in the next. Five to ten minutes or so. Don't forget, though, doing the most, even though there's no Premier League action this week. Well, there was no Premier League action this weekend, just gone. Um, I will um, be running, doing the most regardless. Ryan will be there. Jez will be there. Ahmed will be there. And we'll just be doing a Premier League Q&A on the season so far. So we're just answering all your questions. You can, like I said, ask Jez, Ahmed, Ryan and myself our questions. You see, to Aston, this is the point I'm making now, because you said Neymar is injury prone. I'd rather buy Eze for that money or Madison. Here's the thing is what I'm talking about is I said that. Neymar is injury prone, so it would go wrong. I said verbatim, my biggest issue with Neymar is his injuries. But say he comes to Manchester United and doesn't have those injury problems. What a player you have, and it's not one or the other. Neymar could play with a Madison. Hypothetically speaking, you play Madison in the 10, you play Neymar from the left. That could work. It's not like they play this. They play the same um, positions. I wouldn't want to play Neymar in the ten. I would just play him from the left and just give him a free roll. Give him a free roll if you signed a player of that caliber, because he's the type of player who can take you over the top. He's the type of player who can take you to a Premier League title. He's that good. He's the type of player who can take you to a Champions League in terms of talent. And again, for those that are new here, I've been critical of Neymar. We discussed this on the was it the Q and A. The Q&A on, not the last one, the Q&A before the last one. I can't remember when it was. And I was talking about how after Barcelona, he failed with the talent he has. Because he had the opportunity to go down as one of the greatest of all time in terms of accomplishments. Because he had won, what, a Champions League there, won a quad or whatever it was. Won, um, had won Champions Leagues, had won the Ligas as well. Well, won Champions League and won the Ligas. So imagine he went to PSG, won two more Champions Leagues, and won a World Cup with Brazil. What would the conversation be about Neymar? If he had two Champions Leagues, 
one World Cup, the League of Titles, League of Titles. Talking about him as one of the greats and throwing Copa America in there as well because he's good enough. But he didn't. He just floundered. No World Cups, no Champions Leagues. Like, you got to deliver. And he didn't. It's not all on him, but I'm holding you accountable because of the talent you have. Let's see. Final few questions, people. Check out the upcoming live stream schedule. There may be an NFL show tonight on the Twitch as well. I'm not sure. If there is an NFL show, you won't get Spurs Clippers. If the, if there if there isn't an if there is an NFL show, then you won't get Spurs Clippers. If they're not doing the NFL show, I need to message the man them. Then you will get Spurs Clippers. We're back live on. We're back on the Twitch as well, people. For those that don't know, all the content that was on the Sarcasm City TV kick, we're now back on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch, people. So all your Premier League watch-alongs, Champions League, FA Cup, NBA watch-alongs, NFL show, F1, boxing. All back over on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch, people. See what else you are saying as well. So I'm just waiting for this nut. See, because the YouTube studio is quicker than the stream yard. That's what it is. Takes its time. And go subscribe to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel. Recently just went over 200 subs on there. Nick says, under Ten Hag, any leader that has won something significant will fail. Ten Hag don't like being told he's wrong. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. When I'm talking about players hypothetical, because obviously the Neymar conversation's hypothetical, it's not realistic. But when I'm talking about any players joining, that's without Ten Hag. Like, I'm already fully aware it's a question of when he gets sacked, not if. So when I'm talking about Manchester United and future players coming in from a hypothetical standpoint, I'm not talking under Ten Hag. Manager's cooked. He's done out. I've said it. He don't make it till New Year. Even when I look at... Let me actually have a look at our fixtures. When I look at our fixtures... Let me have a look. Hold up. Let me have a look. So, here we are. Should I have a look right now as we speak? So, this is us after the international break. Ever in a way... Galatasaray away, Newcastle away, Chelsea home, Bournemouth home, Bayern at home, Liverpool away, West Ham away, Aston Villa at home, Nottingham Forest away, 30th of December. That's us up until New Year. Everton away is going to be extremely tough. Galatasaray away is so important. I could see him getting sacked if we lose that, 100%. Newcastle away, going to be tough. Chelsea at home has draw written all over it. Bournemouth at home, the most winnable fixture, and I'm not confident about that. Bayern at home, depending on what goes on in the Galatasaray game. Hopefully, we stand up and we carry Liverpool away. I can see him being sacked. West Ham away, we could easily lose that. Villa don't travel well, but we could still lose that. Forest away won't be easy. I don't think he makes it till New Year. I really, really don't. I really, really don't. For real, for real. <sighs> Galatasaray away, that's the one. 5.45 p.m. Like, as much as ever in a way is important, which it is, that Galatasaray game away, I just want the players to just stand up and be counted. That's it. Just stand up and be counted. Like, shut me up. Shut up all the fans. Go out there and win. Because the crazy part is, we still have a great chance of getting out of the Champions League group. As poor as Manchester United have been in the group, as poor as we've been in the group, we still have a legitimate chance of getting out of the group. Because if we beat Galatasaray away, Bayern Munich beat Copenhagen, we then go second in the group. Two points clear Galatasaray. I think it's six points. Let me just double check that. 
think I'm right in saying this. Yeah, because we're currently sat on three points. So if we win, that will take us to six. And that will jump us up to second. If Bayern beat Copenhagen, Bayern will be on 15. We'd be on six points. And Copenhagen and Galatasaray will be on four points each. Then it's just a question of Bayern are going to rep. They've won the group so they could potentially rest players for the game at Old Trafford. So we can still get, get out of the group. Shut me up. Stand up and be counted. But every time I've asked for this, the players never do that. Tyler Jones says, nah, we'll see you in Europa. Ah, you think we're, fin you think we're finishing third in this group? Does he know? <laughs> I've seen I've seen rival fans say that. that I think we finish in third. Tyler, let me ask you, who do you think we beaten? You think we beaten Galatasaray away or Bayern Munich at home? Is that what you're telling me? Could easily end this group on three points. What are you talking about? Well, we're like, what are we doing here? <laughs> How often is any Manchester United fan confident, apart from Haldane who called in, he was confident about us going away to Galatasaray and winning why? We haven't put in, we haven't beat anybody um, of any quality away from home. The best team we beat away from home is Fulham. We Fulham away from home in a non-convincing performance. Burnley away from home, non-convincing performance. Sheffield United away from home, non-convincing performance. Who else we beat? Of course, I'm yeah, of course I'm worried about Everton. I'm worried about everybody, Tyler. Is insert team here. If a team is, is something FC, I am worried. Yes. We played we haven't played a well a well away from home all season long. I'm just looking at uh that's all we've won is them three away games. Jesus, we are yeah, we are abysmal. We are we are a shocking outfit in terms of, even though we're the informed team. I'm talking performances. We ain't putting a good performance away from home all season. It's almost December. It's almost December. I'd be amazed if United didn't finish last in the group. I hear you, Nick. But if we if we don't finish second in the group, we better finish last in the group. I don't want to do Europa. Just letting you lot know now, if we finish um, third, no Europa League watch-alongs. I'm just letting you lot know. No Europa League watch-alongs. Uh-uh. Not doing it. At all. Nah. I'm not. I'm not involved. I'm saying. In the slightest. I'm not. F all of that. Um, Eric Ten Hag is not a good coach. He can't get along with top players. Yeah, I think he's just, what's it called? I think that's just what it is. Um, he just found his level is not Manchester United. Do I think he's a good manager overall? Yes. Do I think he'll be successful after here? Yes, he's been successful before here. Just that this level is different. Being at Manchester United Football Club, I've said it before, I'll say it again, the pressure you are under is ridiculous. You are under scrutiny 25-8. Not even 24-7, 25-8, not even 25-8, 26-9. That's how much. We're going one further than 25-8. Everything you do and say is watched, analysed, criticised. Everything you do is watched, analysed, criticised. On match days, non-match days, press post-match press, press conferences before the match, Press conferences after the match, interviews before and after the match, anything you say. Kind of like being in court. Anything you do say will be can be used against you. That's what they say. That's what they say when they arrest you, right? Anything you do say can be um, given against you. Duh, duh, duh. You got my young G Nero in the cut as well. Anything you do say can be used against you. Anything. Anything. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, of course, yeah, Everton will be motivated. Without doubt, Everton will be motivated. Of course. But you don't even have to. And that's all you need to be, to 
to beat Manchester United is be just be motivated and put in effort. We ain't played well away from home all season. We got three wins. All three wins. Well, two of the three wins were late goals. The Sheffield United win was a late goal. The Fulham win was a late goal. And then um, the Burnley one was just a struggle. But that was just a struggle. And it was like a moment of class. Well, two moments of class from one from Johnny Evans and one from Bruno Fernandes that won us the game. Bear in mind, two of those three, I mentioned the championship sides. Out here struggling against championship opposition. They are championship level. Championship. Here we are. So, yeah, ever in a way, there will be a watch along for it, but that's definitely going to be a struggle. Galatasaray away, that's the one I'm looking at. I'm going, just win. Go there and, and stand up and be counted and go there and win. Don't embarrass us and go win. Do I believe it happens? No. Best I think we can get is a draw, to be honest. But you ask me closer to the time, I'm going to predict us to win. Because <laughs> that's just my nature and how I am. But yeah, 44 likes, big up you lot. We are going to close out this show. Don't forget, 11.30pm UK time. We'll be back doing the most Premier League show as well. Keep a lookout on all the socials in regards to what's going on on the Twitch tonight. Because there will be something, whether it's an NFL show or whether it's an NBA watch along. Either or people. And you may get some pro clubs on the gaming channel. But if it's not pro clubs, I'll probably run GTA. No lie, I'll probably run GTA. Tyler says it would be typical if you like won a few uh, of these games during the stretch. I don't see it, but I think that stretch has just happened. But I hope you're right, and I hope we do pick up some wins. And for those, I'm a Manchester United fan. Shut me up. At this rate, does Rashford and Bruno really stay after next summer? Rashford not performing will eventually cost him, and he's not mentally strong enough if a real manager comes in. Uh, to Nick. Yeah, I could see Rashford staying because a manager will look at him and go, all right, I know what you can do, so I know... Rashford has the attributes to, to be an effective squad player. It's just the problem is he's the main man and you're starting him week in, week out. Like, no, you, so you get better quality and then you bring Rashford off the bench. So our manager might, but it depends on the manager and what style he's trying to play, et cetera, et cetera. As for Bruno, again, depends on the manager, number one. And two, them Saudi links. I'm saying it depends. It's on, it's on them Saudi Arabian links. Let's see if a Saudi team comes in for, for Bruno. But again, we could have a manager who likes both of them, a manager who comes in who doesn't like either of them or one or the other or, or one of them. Like who knows is this big ifs. Is is really big ifs. And this depends on the Jim Ratcliffe takeover, the DOF, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like who actually has input. There's so many question marks. There's so many variables with this question. So we just gotta wait and see. Big up to Eli, says, just tuning in, I'm stuck at work, so I'll be listening to this on the playback. Yeah, man, enjoy, man. And love to everyone who is uh, locked in live right now or maybe watching this back. Big up to you. Don't forget, you can listen. If you're like Eli and you're at work and you don't want the YouTube app open, this show, all the other shows on the channel, this is a beautiful segue, so thank you, Eli. Beautiful segue. This show and all the other shows on the channel are available on audio-only platforms, people. So all the, all the shows you see on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube, apart from watch-alongs, they're available on all audio platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, type in Sarcasm City TV. And this show, all the other shows will pop up. So if you want to be, if you're like Eli, you want to listen while you're at work, Hey, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving, you may be at the gym, 
may just be traveling around. Maybe you don't want the YouTube app soaking up all your data. Maybe you download one of it. You download the, the, a few of the episodes and you're just listening on, a, on your on your journeys. That's absolutely fine. Links are underneath in the description. It's Sarcasm City TV for everything. So Spotify, make sure you follow us. Here's with the five star on Spotify. All you iPhone users, iTunes, Apple Podcast, five star us and leave us a review. Same with SoundCloud. If you listen on there, here's with the follow button as well but we are going to close out i'll probably send you luck because we're going to do battle of the north in about nine minutes or so so just under 10 minutes i'm just going to send you lot over there because i believe matisse has set the stream up so we'll just raid battle of the north if he has let's see now nah, he hasn't you know what i just send you lot to lewis's stream because it's not even popped up so yeah i just send you lot to lewis's stream Big up Lewis every single time. That's my G. So, yeah, man. Go check out Lewis. Right, we hit 46 likes. So, just under 50 likes. You lot are real ones, man. You lot are real ones. And we got the we got the sub back. So, we're still four short. But we're back. 11.30 p.m. UK time. Right here for doing the most Premier League Q&A so far. But this has been the Man Name United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in.